Okay, it is... What what day is it again? Hold on. Right. Year 4079, January the 11th, 7.10 a.m. It's... It's early in the morning, and nobody will probably listen to this, but I just had the greatest idea, and I had I had, I had to tell somebody, and since I can't talk to anybody, and Houston has to, you know, listen to these logs, I'm just going to keep going, and somebody will eventually tell me to stop making these, but until they do, I'm going to keep doing them anyway. Um, so my idea was, you know how we like to joke that if we ever meet alien life out here, that they're going to be this cool thing or that cool thing or what if they're this but what if and hear me out what if humans what if humans are the like scary monsters of the cosmos and everything else is not like no follow me on this imagine it imagine if humans are the only species that experience impatience and that makes us dangerous because ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> Wow, that meme is super old. I should probably stop saying it. Anyway, um, think about it. Most prey animals are extremely, extremely patient. You, you ever meet a deer or like a rabbit? They they sit there and wait and wait and wait. You have to physically make them move. You have to spook them. They don't do it on their own. They move slow. Well, it's slow for them. Anyway, we can't outweight them. <laughs> and trust me, I've tried. One time I tried. I can guarantee you that your brain starts sending bored, bored, super bored messages very quickly. And your instincts start telling you to give up and some, like find something else to do. Dude, like this is boring. Humans can do the patience thing. Though, duh, we can do the patience thing. It's evidenced by our human hum, bleh, words. It's in evidence from our prehistoric ancestors and their endurance hunting methods. Like, really. We would just keep chasing something until it gave up and died. So, yeah. We can do the patience things, but we don't like to do it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this feels like a predator development instead of a prey development. I have the idea that aliens are mostly prey-based, which I know. I know. I can already feel somebody in Houston starting to bitch about this. I know. Has no basis in fact. But think about it. If we're predator-based and aliens are prey-based, that means aliens are very patient and we aren't. As an evolutionary development, being a patient can be, you know, a good thing. And it can also be a bad thing. It means, on the plus side, we didn't sit around and wait for the ice caps to warm up and melt and all this other stuff. We knew that we didn't really have the time to survive that level of cold, so we found a way around it. Because that's what humans do. We outthink our problems, if we can. We were trying to send people into the sky. I mean, look it. Before we even had the technology. And even then, we didn't perfect that technology. The next step was, alright shoot them into space. What? No. <laughs> we tried to do that before we had fully figured it all out. Simply because we didn't want to wait and think it out. We wanted space and we wanted it now because we wanted to get beyond the horizon. And we did. Like spectacularly we did. Um, Like look, I'm, 
I'm in a totally different galaxy orbiting a planet that we don't even know about waiting to colonize it. So, yeah, you, you kind of, you, you need to learn to pick your battles. But it also means um, our impatience has helped us tremendously. And personally, because anybody who knows me, like my family and a couple of my teachers, hi, Mr. Morgan. Yeah, by the way, Mr. Morgan was my, like, 8th grade biology teacher, and I accidentally... You know, it doesn't matter what I did. <laughs> you just don't need to know about that, because that might actually get me kicked off the next time your son and people do colonies and stuff. So, I can tell you what I did. Anyway, he knows. You can ask him. Um, But I really would, would really rather you didn't, because, like, it's embarrassing. Um, Anyway, they can attest to this. I tend to be an extremely productive and inventive person, when I'm getting impatient. Mechanic, like, my mechanic was booked for a few days. Okay, fine, I'll figure out how to change my own oil and my own tires and tint my car windows myself because I really wanted them to be tinted pink because I was in a pink phase when I was 15. I don't know why, don't ask me. Anyway, strawberry season is still four months away. I'll get a heat lamp and grow them suckers myself. Which I did because my sister was super pregnant and really, really wanted strawberries when she was, like, super fat with my niece. Yeah. On the plus side, those were really good strawberries, and I I got her her fix. But that's beside the point. She wanted strawberries. Strawberries were out of season. They were super expensive at the store. I'll just grow you strawberries. It'll be quicker. It'll be cheaper. They'll, you'll have them for as long as you're pregnant. Anyway. And then... Like, my friends, when I finally moved out when I was 23, and I went back into space and when I was 25, man, I did not plan out that move good. And I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, they couldn't, like, come help me move my furniture when I was moving out. So what did I do? I built a trolley out of some toy cars, some tape, a chessboard, and I think, I think super glue. But it was, this was a long time ago. I'm probably, hmm. Actually, no, it was super good now that I'm thinking about it, because I remember my hands were super sticky. I had that residue on them for a couple days. Anyway, and I made that thing do all the lifting myself to get all my shit out of the old house and into the new... I'm not going to say new house. It was more like a cardboard box, because <laughs> it was super tiny. But then again, I don't even live there anymore, so I don't know why I'm complaining. I have an entire spaceship. Hmm. I have an entire spaceship. Yeah, no, that doesn't make it better. It's still, it's still just me. Anyway, where was I going with this? I went off on a tangent. Right, 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 right. The impatience thing. So anyway, our impatience has helped us. It's also hindered us. But the greatest thing that impatience can do, it's the reason why we designed things how we did. We wanted faster cars. Done. Cars are fast now. We wanted faster computers. Done. We now have AIs that run everything. We wanted faster internet, which I still think is a bad idea that it is an actual AI that's running the internet. But hey, if it goes Skynet, I'm not even there to know it went Skynet. So, haha. Anyway, and then we wanted faster communications, methods of growing food, processing food faster, which that was an epidemic when I was like 10, mom said. I don't really remember if she, she worked in the union that was doing it. So we kind of never were without anyway and we're always looking for the quickest and most effective thing simply because we are not patient we want it now not later now and 
our impatience has led us to this amazing type of like ingenuity and like creativity and all this other stuff that patience just doesn't have. Now, some things we do require patience, like drawing and painting. That's a patience game. You got to make sure everything looks like how you want it. But if you just want it to look like that and then color it however you want, that's what coloring books are for. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say on that because I have purchased many an adult coloring book, but I should have brought one with me because I'm super bored. Ugh. Hmm. Actually, I'm wondering if I can get the AI to download one for me so I can play it on the computer in between these logs. Also, that's another thing about the logs I found out. Um, I just realized 11 days after I woke up, there is no video with these. It's all audio. So you guys literally don't know what I look like at all. But then again, you set me here. So I'm assuming you know kind of what I look like. I hope. Houston, I do hope that when you get to this part of the message, you do send me back an email or something that says, yeah, no, we know who you are. Because at this point, yous have not responded back at all, and it's getting concerning. I don't know if yous are just listening to these and deleting them because it's not anything important or what. I have no idea. Anyway. um, So, yeah. Can you just imagine aliens starting to realize this? Like, like humans aren't super impatient. Why are they like this? I mean, look at us. You guys sent a 10-man team into dark space to try and find planets to colonize with little data and little hope of success. But we said sure anyway, because why not? Can you even imagine that conversation if we ever met an alien race? I mean, wow. I have a feeling it might go something like this. You got your moon before you had developed LED screens. You didn't even have computers that could do the basic math to get you there. Well, what else were we going to do? Sit around and wait? Your plans, your planes don't have gravitational control? Don't you experience discomfort from the acceleration and directional changes? Sure, but we need to get on the other side of the planet in a decent amount of time and boats were just not cutting it anymore. So you're articulating that you'd rather have physical distress than have to have a long journey. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We... We don't do the patient thing. We got it. We got to go. <laughs> oh, man. Like, if we actually talked to these things and they, like, were friendly and we could befriend them, like, they probably would not like the fact that we colonize enough because things break so often on these trips. Like, human, our mechanical team will be on site in several of your Earth hours, so we won't be going anywhere until then. Yeah, screw that. Where's the manual for this thing? I bet I could fix it. But you don't have any mechanical training. I also don't feel like sitting around on this rock for ages, so give me the manual and give me a wrench. We're getting off this rug. Like, <laughs> oh man. Actually, now that I think about it, they might actually be like, um, no. <laughs> don't touch anything that you don't know how to fix because you might make it worse. So they might actually, like, just say, no, you gotta wait. Ugh, that would be horrible. What if it's hot on that planet? Oh, no, wait, never mind. I'd rather take heat than cold. And people always say that. Well, if it's cold, you could just add layers. You can't add layers to heat. Yeah, but I'd rather burn alive than freeze to death. Thanks. Like, they're, everybody has their preference. I don't like cold. I really don't. <laughs> oh, man. That would be hilarious. Anyway, I'm rambling now.
um, to air since I have to wait to wake everyone else up. And I know that you guys are not going to send me a message back unless it's something really important, which you determine what is important. And I guess my being lonesy, lonesy, huh. man, I'm so tired because I haven't been to bed in a while. So lonesome. You know, I'm just going to stop talking because no one's going to answer me. Sergeant Redhawk, Ship Horizon Register Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. Okay, it is 4,079 January the 12th at like 10.10 at night. And I just want to let you guys know my books are finally done downloading. And I'm about to pass out because I finally, like... I finally have caught up to my sleep schedule. Man, I'm going to be knocked out for a while, I think. Man, cryo sleep just tears it out of you. Anyway, um, this is just an FYI to Houston, or maybe a complaint. I don't know. Um, pick one. I don't care. Can we please fix the download speed from Houston to this ship, or at least Mars to this ship? Like, please? Like, it's ridiculous how long I have to wait to get stuff. That I know I downloaded on Mars to here. I know I should have done it before we left, but nevertheless, um, it's aggravating. So, <laughs> please, this is Sergeant Redhawk. Ship <sighs> Horizon registered botanist signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. 4,079 January the 13th at 1900 military time. So I finally finished the book I was reading and yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little more exciting than that, but no, it, it wasn't, not at all. Uh, too much exposition and not enough showing. Show, don't tell. That's basic 101 from, like, elementary school, dude. It was just a lot of telling. Like, a lot of telling. Oh my god, there was so much telling. And a lot of conversations that went nowhere. Literally, I... Half the conversations just happened off into pointless conversation. I was super bored. Plus, I though, I can start on a new book tomorrow when I wake up again. Because I'm about to go back to bed. <sighs> I really slept for like four hours. Hmm, that's right. Mm, I gotta get my sleep schedule back on track, man. Anyway, Sergeant Red Hawk, Ship Horizon Registered Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. 4,079, January 14th at 1400 military time. So, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon for regular time, depending on who's reading or watching these. Well, actually, no. Who's hearing these logs? Because I know there's no video. You can't see me. You can only hear me. And I'm so sorry for that. I've been told that my face makes up for my annoying voice. Um, so, I'm not entirely sure how to say this without sounding like I'm crazy. So, I'm just going to say it outright. Um, something's on the ship with me. I, I know, I I know it. And it this isn't me going crazy, okay? I'm I'm being serious. Something is on this ship with me and I don't know what it is. 
The only reason I know this is because I made myself food last night and put all of the dirty dishes in the sink with soapy water to make it easier to clean them in the morning when I woke back up. I woke up and they are all clean and put away exactly where they're supposed to be. Exactly. What? I didn't do this. And I know for a fact I don't sleepwalk because the AI keeps track of it and they let the AI let you know anything that's going on with you. They will literally tell you if hey, you got up in the middle of the night and moved around. The AI can only tell you things. It's not a physical body to stop me. Anyway, um <laughs> I don't know what the protocol is for here. There is something on this ship with me. And I can't tell if it's friendly or not. This seems like passive-aggressive niceness, but I'm not sure. And <laughs> it's really concerning that I can't tell if it's friendly or not. I have an even bigger concern. I have no earthly idea how it is sneaking around the ship, and I'm not seeing it. But it is. The ship's not that big. Literally. They've got the cafeteria, which is basically like, you know, apartment-sized kitchenette then you got the crew quarters which right now are empty except for me because nobody else is awake the cryopods and then the downstairs which is like four steps to get to the core that's running this stupid rig and then in a separate part of that where you can get in but i've never been in there is all the water tanks for all the water on the ship and then beyond that is the ai core in like waterproof glass so literally the ship is not that big. And considering there's only 10 people on this ship, me being one of the 10, which means there's only 9 other individuals even even alive on this ship, because I checked them a couple days ago to see if they were still, you know, okay in their cryopods. I'm not understanding how this thing is moving around, and I'm not seeing it. Because the air vents are really, really tiny. And the plates are kind of big. You gotta have some significant height to get to the sink, to get to the soap, to get the dishes clean. So this thing obviously is at least people height. Now that I think about it, I'm not even people height. I'm 5'1". I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm going off on tangents again because I haven't talked to anybody except you guys and none of you motherfuckers answer. I'm, I don't know what to do. I have checked the cameras constantly since I've been awake. So that is literally two weeks of just data that the AI has to see with this thing. It is not on the cameras. I can't see it at all. And I was thinking about it and I thought maybe, maybe it's nocturnal or something like that and it's asleep when I'm awake. Then I started thinking about it again and my sleep schedule has been so fucked up since I woke up from cryo. There's no way that this thing is sneaking around at all hours of the day without me being awake at least at one or two hours while it's moving around. I would have seen it, but I don't. So, what I'm going to try and do, because I know that one of your very smart little scientists packed us night vision goggles on the off chance that wherever we got to, sun was too, you know, dim. They physically couldn't be seen. You're mostly living at night. Packed us night vision goggles. So, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and catch it on camera with the night vision goggles, like, taking the lens out and putting it on the camera. It's going to take me all the rest of today to do this, probably sometime into tomorrow, but I seriously doubt it because after this I'm immediately going to do it. Actually, I'm doing it in the middle of while I'm talking to you. Um, To try and catch it on camera so I can show you guys 
back at Houston, because guess what? If I can catch it on one of the cameras, then the AI can send it to you, and I know that their cameras are working. Even though my audio logs, which should be video logs to use, are not currently working. So, wish me luck, and this is Sergeant Redhawk, the Ship Horizon Registered Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. Okay, so the year is 4079, January the 15th at 1300. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, oh my god. It feels worse to say it out loud than thinking it. The cameras ran for about 19 hours and nothing. There is absolutely nothing on them. And I put them in every hallway, near every door, at every corner, and I got nothing. The dishes were clean again, because I did the same thing like I did last night, and they were clean again. Once again, put away exactly where they're supposed to be, cleaned, and it, it, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I think, I think I'm going to have to set up traps to try and catch this thing, since the cameras can't seem to catch it. But I'm not even sure if that's something that's gonna work, first of all. Second of all, while we're on the subject of whether or not it's gonna work, I have no idea if this thing is big or little, or, you know, me-sized. I, I have no idea what this thing is, what it wants, why it keeps cleaning my dishes even though I didn't ask it to, how long has it been on the ship, when did it get here, how did it get here. There's a lot of questions that I don't have an answer to, and it's kind of making me nervous to be on this ship awake alone, and I have no idea what to do. So, I'm going to try and set up traps to at least catch this thing to see if I can see it. Because if it's just like a camouflage that's like a biological thing, like bioluminescence, yeah? It could probably turn it off, but this is under the assumption that this particular alien is friendly. I mean, I, I'm living on hope and a prayer that any alien species we meet is, you know, friendly, but let's be real. Probably not. So, this is Sergeant Redhawk, Ship Horizon Registered Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. Medical report filed. Wound. Head trauma. Cause. Blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma caused by running into door at high speed. High speed. Achieved through roller blading. Report sent to Houston. Recommendation. No more leisure activities that involve wheels on the ship unless medical officer is awake to treat. Wounds in real time. Sergeant Redhawk is in medical chamber to heal head wound caused by blunt force trauma. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. 4079 January 1st. January 1st. January 19th. 3 p.m. Man, I... Wait, that 3 p.m. What time is it? 3... 3 a.m. Okay. So, sorry about that. So, <laughs> I hit my head really hard. 
Yeah, I had to go get the nerve spot from medical to get me over there to put me in the other pink goo that doesn't wake us up. The, the healing pink goo, which is still just as gross as the waking up pink goo. Um, I got put back in there and <sighs> it's just, it's too warm. Like, it feels like stepping in something warm. Like, something that came out of something else warm. It's gross. Um, my head still hurts, but I am alive. And the AI got me a recipe for this rice and dish, because they said that I need to boost up everything I lost from being in the pink goo to heal my head. I have no idea what it is. But it kind of looks like those cardboard lunches you got at school. And it tastes what I'm guessing paper tastes like. It's really good, but... I mean, I'm assuming it tastes good. I don't know. Everything tastes weird after you come out of pink goo. So, uh, you said you might want to let people know that. The next crew that you send to colonize something, just an FYI to them. Pink goo makes your food taste weird for about two days. I have no idea why either. I really wish I did. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Right, right, right. Um, so I hit my head. The AI said that she sent a medical report to you guys. Um, my head still hurts, but I am alive. Sad to say that I have very little memory of the past, like, two weeks. She did tell me though that my books got done downloading and that I started a new one, which I was like, that I finished the other one. She said I hated it. So, yeah, I'm going to take her word on that because I was kind of bored with it when I left Mars and I'm just going to assume that I didn't like it regardless. Um, But since the logs are sent to Houston, you guys, and stored for later viewing by the captains or rather by the captain of your respective ship i've had to listen to the ai tell me what's been going on since those logs are locked until the captain is awake and you guys can't resend me back what i in turn send you which is for security reasons which i get just aggravating to be told secondhand something that's already happened to me but according to the ai does what i told it i guess Something is on the ship with me or something's going on. I I don't know if I believe it though. Um <laughs> An alien on the ship. I couldn't see it. I mean I'm not really sure how to explain it. Like, I gotta be able to see it somehow. Or at least something of it. Even a shadow. But I walked around the ship for like an hour. I I see nothing. Nothing's out of the ordinary. Everything looks fine. So I just don't believe it. I mean, I'm sure I told the AI this, but I just I don't know. Maybe I was finally going crazy and the knock on the head put me back where I need to be. But <laughs> whatever. Sergeant Redhawk, Horizon ship, Horizon ship. God, I need to go back to bed. My brain is just not here. Sergeant Redhawk, Ship Horizon Registered Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent.
4,079, January 20th, 4 o'clock in the morning. So, the probes are going to be sending back their information here sometime soon. And because of that, I wanted to be pre-prepared for when they do finally send it back. Um, so I took stock of the plants that are listed in the storage for us as being frozen. They're in storage room one and two and half of three. And then four, um, well, the other half of three and four are all of our food. Five and six are liquids and stuff, which, well, let me phrase that. Five is liquids. Six is all popcorn. Which I'm still mad about, by the way. Um, anyway, so I took stock of them. And so far, we have 70 different types of trees, 100 hemp seeds, several in, like industrial-sized crates of an assortment of seeds that range from common fruits, vegetables, and plants. Um, which is good, because we're going to need all of the different kinds to make sure that we can figure out what can and cannot actually be planted on this planet. But until the probes come back, I'm just going to guess um, that we're going to have to start slow and then go from there. Because until I actually can physically read the data that they're going to be bringing back to me, I am not going to confirm anything with the AI for unfreezing these from storage. Because that's going to be a waste of resources, and we don't have the luxury of wasting seats. Because we are literally too far from home that you guys can't send us more. But once the probes get back to tell me about the planet, I will unfreeze the seeds. That'll do well in the soil base. Um, assuming that this planet is inhabitable enough to begin the colonization process. While we are on the subject, a question did come into my mind. On the off chance we find a planet that is nothing but water with little to no land, should I blacklist it or like put it on a list of wait and see if I can find a space large enough to settle for a small colony? In my opinion, personally, I wouldn't blacklist them, but I would mark down their location and come back later once we have a few more well-established planets. But, um... The only reason I'm asking is because I looked through protocols for different types of planets for us. And this one, th there was nothing listed there. So I was just curious. Because this is, truthfully, only my third time being on a colony rig. So, and all my other colony rigs were bigger than the Horizon. Um, Usually there were six to seven botanists usually awake whenever I was, so... This is literally my first time being head honcho in charge for this, and I would like to know the answer. Um, so, an email or something would be greatly appreciated. Um, but then again, like I said, that's just my opinion on the matter for if we find a planet that is literally nothing but water with little to no land on it. Um, so, I would like a response, please and thank you. And if you could email me that response or who's ever in charge of this, that would be really nice. Um, also, too, if you do have an opinion on that and it's like an official opinion that we're going to be implementing, you might want to log it into the official records for other ships like ours that are going to be going way out into deep space for this colonization project. Like, 
we got to know the answer to this. We can't be out here just guessing. We don't have the luxury of guessing. So, yeah. Um, that is also, to all of our stock for this. So, we are going to have to get a supply probe sent out to us here. Um, if this planet is big enough. Because it looks big enough from the windows. But, like I said, i got to wait for the probes to come back. So, I will keep you updated on that. This is Sergeant Redhawk, Ship Horizon Registered Botanist, signing off. All information sent to Houston. Message sending. Message sent. Thank you for listening so much. This was audio log 11 through 20 from Ship Horizon Registered Botanist Redhawk. Um, this episode is a little bit longer than the first one, and I have finally gotten some different um, ways of recording the AI. So thank you so much for listening, and I do hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, and or whatever time period you are currently existing in. Thank you so much.